Anyways, uh, what's going on everybody? You're listening to the For Your Consideration Podcast. I am your host, Tyron D. Walker. We are uh, a woman down this episode. Uh, Tamika is uh, attending the premiere of uh, Spiral. <laughs> she's uh, been looking for it. Uh, looking forward to it. She's in line um, as we speak. Yeah, she is in line. Uh, she got her advanced screening <laughs> tickets. <laughs> No, uh, no, she just moved, so she's taking care of uh, business at home. But I guarantee you, if she could, she would definitely be attending the premiere of Spiral. Yeah. Um, well, we do have uh, Danny Bias here. Uh, Back again, man. I don't speak yeah. as well as Tamika, so this would be interesting. Yeah, when uh, Tamika sent that uh, text message today, I said, you know, there there goes half of our listeners. <laughs> Basically, episode. there goes half the audience right there. Yeah. She really wants to hear <clears throat> us talk. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's been a it's been a pretty slow week as far as um, movies go. Unless you're one of those people that were excited to see Spiral, then I apologize. I <laughs> but uh, this week, um, in general, I mean, there was there was some um, movie news. Uh, some big news that happened if you are um, a watcher of award shows which we'll get to um, later but uh, first we're going to start with um, uh, a trailer reaction to uh, the new uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage uh, trailer that dropped a couple days ago Uh, it is a sequel to the smash hit that was Venom um, that was released a couple years ago. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. What were your thoughts on the original the, Venom? It's a guilty pleasure movie of mine. It it wasn't it wasn't a good movie. Like right. I can I can honestly say that it wasn't a good movie. But I can honestly say that I did enjoy watching it. The first 20 minutes of the movie were terrible. But once you get past the the first 20 minutes of the film and you start to see like what the movie is and the tone of the movie, like it became dare I say, fun to, to, to watch. And I, and I, and I enjoyed the last, uh, the battle sequence, um, that they had yeah. with the spaceship. I mean, but the, the plot and everything was silly. You know, it was, it was very silly. It's, uh, Venom kissing Venom was, was another weird thing. Or, it may just be me, kissing. but I don't like the hamminess of the Venom character in these movies. Oh, you don't? I don't like okay. it. I don't, I mean, I know a lot of people do. And it's obviously based on the comic books, but even in the comic books, I don't think he was that freaking hammy, and especially not in the animated series either. Like he was, he was no, no, he definitely wasn't. He was taking really seriously. So the fact that they kind of stray away from that, I'm not a big fan of. But go ahead. No, I I, I completely agree. I know a lot of people feel that way about the character and watching it. I, I like I said, I there to me there was enough like goofiness and enough action in it for it to be entertaining like i said i don't think it was a good movie by any stretch of the imagination um but we did but we did uh get a trailer to it and i can honestly say that just off the first minute of the trailer you get that same hamminess you they they definitely if anything they ramped it up um, because i think they did i was i was really surprised that they that they did that that they had Venom making breakfast for Eddie <laughs> in that first scene. They they really are really going for that comedic tone in this movie, and you can tell because I, I think a lot of people liked their dynamic in the first movie, and it was one of the selling points. And 
and they want and you know they're going to cater to fans and that's what they're going to give them um but overall danny i mean what did you think of the the trailer i think it could be better than the first venom was for sure it looked it looked a little more on the action side just from the trailer alone but we'll see because that's what trailers do obviously but like I said, I just I don't like the ham. It's two green eggs, <laughs> ham, Dr. Seuss for me. It's just like I don't know how. And I like Tom Hardy, man. We are I think we safe to say we are both really big fans of Tom Hardy. I like what he brings to Eddie Brock. He brings a level of like I like I like that. You know what? I like that he has like that comedic role. Like he has he has some one liners in there, and I think that should be for him. But Venom being this freaking hammy, it's too much, dude. Like, it's too much. And then he has the tentacles doing some crazy shit. Random ass shit in this trailer. <laughs> this was like in the grocery store. And like, I just, I hate, I hate it, man. I hate that. I hate that. I, I understand, man. I understand. And, and also, I mean, um, Carnage as well. <laughs> I mean, I find... Um, I find um, Woody Harrelson <laughs> to be Woody extremely Harrelson. hammy. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said that. Woody Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. To, to be... <laughs> I'm just gonna call him Woody. Okay, there you go. Hey, um, <laughs> Woody. I, 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 um, <laughs> he, he's he's extremely hammy to me. I, I just think that his dialogue and his delivery. We're super, like, we're really cheesy and are on the nose and just are over the top and just, but I know that enough people are going to sit down and, and watch it. I mean, t- I, I don't want to compare it to, like, a Transformers movie because I think they're better than the Transformers they movie. They are better. I but, 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 the, but that sort of, that sort of, I don't know, that humor, it, 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 it is very hit or miss. It was very hit or miss in, um, in the first film. I'm assuming it's going to be the, the same and and this and this film as well, but again, it is it does look very action packed. I'm assuming they probably got a bigger budget. Yeah, they definitely uh, did this time around. We did not see. I, I I was going through the cast, and I was surprised to see that Naomi Harris is in this movie. <laughs> I didn't I didn't see her. In, I don't think she was in the trailer or in this version of the trailer. But she is she is in the movie, and she is playing a secondary villain, which I'm excited about because I I love Naomi Naomi Harris. I you know I think she's a wonderful actress. Um, she is phenomenal. She's really she, great. She, I just don't yeah. like. It's she, just like when you have two villains, like it's that Spider Man, Spider Man three effect, where like if you don't balance them correctly, then it could lead to the downfall of this film. Yeah, and and you think that Sony would have learned uh, because yeah. they did a a terrible Spider Man movie called The Amazing Spider Man. <laughs> that now the thing is, the thing is, is like now that we're talking about it being like. Uh, really hampy, hammy. Uh, I think about those that Amazing Spider-Man two movie, which was really over the top, really hammy, and that was over bloated with with uh, villains. Yeah. Uh, I hope this movie is <laughs> isn't like that. I because now I'm thinking about it. This movie does have the potential to be that. I mean, not it doesn't have nearly as many villains as yeah, no, as amazing as Amazing Spider-Man. But it does. It, it can. It can teeter on that line of just being too, like. I, I think oh, that's oh, where oh, Tom Hardy oh. can probably like tone it down, or bring a little a, a little gravity to the character, 
and to this movie overall. So I think it won't be as bad as that because I don't think anything could really be bad as Amazing Spider-Man Two or Spider-Man Three. Um, so which which was which was worse, the Amazing Spider-Man Two or Spider-Man Three? I think Amazing Spider-Man is definitely still worse. At least with Spider Man Three, it, it's still watchable. <laughs> it is watchable. Spider Man Three is watchable because, and the thing is, <laughs> there are some really handy moments in that movie Absolutely. too. Clearly. But but it's but <laughs> but it's funny. Like yeah. the the scene, the jazz. <laughs> That's like the jazz I feel like scene. that's your like guilty pleasure favorite <laughs> scene ever in cinema. <laughs> it's, it's to me, it's so out of place it and it's so left field. It is so left field. <laughs> it's it comes out of nowhere. Like I don't know, I don't know what they were doing in that scene. And that movie again is over. Is has way too many villains in that movie. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that Sony has this problem with putting so many villains in their movies and making them extremely hammy. I don't know. I feel like it's it's just one of those things that they just can't figure out. But but I would actually say Spider-Man 3 only because of the expectations. I, I, I would say that's more disappointing. I guess I'll say it's more disappointing because coming off of Spider-Man 2, which is arguably one of the greatest comic book movies ever made yeah. and we were going to get this hopefully big epic skeptic i mean um spectacle on spider-man 3 and it, it was, falls, it was a complete it flat. completely yeah yeah but um yeah i mean what is what is your level of excitement for this this venom but also also taking into consideration that we are getting a, a morbius movie um there is a potential for Spider-Man to, you know, eventually come into this universe and deal with these, um, and deal with these characters. Um, how do you, how do you, what is your excitement level for the movie, but also the overall direction that Sony is, is going in? Uh, it's like the movie <laughs> itself is like maybe a five. Like I'm definitely going to watch it. Maybe. <laughs> It may be in theaters. Um, definitely like a five, though. This is like, I, because I just, I'm expecting the hand to really like put me off completely. As far as the world building that Sony is doing, you know, it's got, Sony is not as bad as DC, but they're still, they still don't have the level of like this universe that I still don't know what direction they're going in. Yeah. So, my excitement level just for overall is just like it's much once again it's like five like a five maybe a six i'll pump it up to a six because the the thought of spider-man you know entering into this world is intriguing but it's not for right now it's just not there <laughs> it's just yeah no i'm i'm with you i'm about a, i'm about around a six mm-hmm. um just because like when marvel started you knew what they were building up to you knew what the not to be like on the nose, but you knew what the end game was. Of <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, uh, what Marvel was trying to do, you knew they were going to do these individual movies, and it was going to lead to a team up, and they were going to take on yeah. some villain. We didn't know who the villain was going to be at the time, but we knew what was happening. With this, and with DC, it's kind of like all over the place. We don't know what direction they're going in. I have no idea. I mean, the Morbius does actually look really good i'm not gonna lie I, I thought that trailer looked pretty good yeah and um i'm intrigued to see what they do with that character 
um, like you know, Spider-Man potentially um, coming into this to this universe. I think it's pretty clear that the Sony Disney relationship actually works. Yeah, I mean, it does work. Yeah. Disney knows. Yeah. <laughs> Disney knows how to make movies, and I feel like knows how to make superhero movies. Yeah. And um, Sony is still trying to. It's really trying to figure it out. And they've had some hits in Spider-Man and um, Spider-Man Two. We could put X, uh, you know we could put X Men in there too. That t- first two. That was Fox. That was Fox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Never mind then. Sorry. Yeah, Sony Sony only has Spider only has Spider Man. That's that's why they're trying to fight so hard to keep on. So, wow. um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, again, I don't know what direction or what this is all going to culminate in. But I mean, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm I'm around uh around this. It's crazy because we sound like um, such MCU stands. Pretty much every week we're here. I know we but do. Because the, the level, there's a standard. Is, the flag bearers. I mean, they're just, they're just so good at what they do. You know what yeah. I mean? And I honestly, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting close to throwing, to throwing in Amazon <laughs> in, um, in that mix. I mean, they have you, have you watched Invincible? Um, no, but I definitely hear good things, and I'm definitely gonna put it on my radar <laughs> for sure. It, it is, it is, it is really, it is a really, really good and well done show so they they've done the boys mm-hmm. and now they have invincible i to me those two shows stack up against anything that sony or fox has or even disney to be to be frank with you anything that they have have done their best have have done i mean it's th- those are two really really good solid well it's more mature TV it's more shows. like grim and violent so Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it definitely has. It definitely has its funny moments. Right. Like it's definitely. I would say it's definitely a lot of dark humor. Yeah, in, which I love. Um, I love yeah, yeah. I think I. You're gonna. I have a strong feeling that you're gonna love the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I started it yesterday. I finished it <laughs> yesterday. I, all in one sitting because I was just so. I mean, and there are only eight episodes. So oh, like then we're gonna. Minutes. I'm gonna watch it and then we we're gonna definitely gonna do a review then. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully next uh, next, time. next time. But I'm just giving you uh, like a brief overview. I I I love this show, and I'm excited to see what they do for the next uh, for the next seasons and, and and the boys. And so I mean, I think Amazon is slowly growing a um, a reputation of being able to execute uh, superhero uh, type of shows. And I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that they're going to eventually delve into the realm of doing movies eventually superhero yeah. movies but they're they're really off like they're they're they they offer something new and fresh to the superhero genre yeah and that's what you that's what you need in a in a world where you know you have marvel and all these other properties that are, you know that are doing it so um moving on to uh the next topic probably the biggest thing that's um happened with within the next i mean within the last two weeks is um the golden globes officially has uh been canceled for 2022 now uh the golden globes um is uh has has notoriously been known from for being kind of shady <laughs> right? for being racist uh, this is, <laughs> yeah not, well yeah well being racist <laughs> obviously they have not had a black um they they have not had a um, a black writer um, on the panel in like twenty mm-hmm. years. But on top of that, they they have um, they there's rumors that they that they bribe people 
um, they're misogynistic and their questions that they ask um, the stars. There's there's other reports <laughs> that that are not just you know regarding you know the most recent events, but there's been a lot of stuff over the years um, uh, that has been um, allegations. Although enough people say these things, and you, <laughs> you think that they're probably true. Yeah. Um, so uh, I mean, I'm not a big watcher of uh, award shows but this is one of the big ones um for sure i mean it's the oscars the golden globes i'm gonna throw um the sags in there um mm. when it comes down to movie awards um but but danny what are your overall thoughts of 2022 um we're not gonna get a we're not gonna get um golden globe awards do you foresee in the future that they'll be able to rebound from this do you think the show is going to be able to come back from this and um is it is it is it too little too late because that you know that's where i sort of fall on but i'm curious to see hear what you have to say i think the golden globe itself i think it's too big of an award to like dismiss just because of the history of it um because it's right up there with the emmys right like even though i definitely yeah. the emmys i think i, I hold in way higher regard than the golden globes <laughs> But it's really, this is one of those things in history, like, you know, Golden Globes, like, they set the standard for the Oscars. Like, if you want to win a Golden Globe, then most likely your movie's going to win Best Picture at the Oscars or something. It used to be that way. Probably not in the last, you know, five or six years. Yeah, no, it hasn't It hasn't been that way. Um, but yeah, it used more, to be. More recently. Um, but it's still a big award. The question is, this is like, do people care? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't, nobody's watched it in the last couple years to where like i think every year since like you know since a decade ago has been slowly going down in ratings so no one really watches it i don't know if anybody in the industry really cares about getting the golden globe like it's just one of those things but, but. <clears throat> well i was gonna see i'm just gonna say that you, you see tom cruise he's he's giving his award back um, Ricky Gervais. I mean, whenever he talks about it, I mean he he has nothing but negative things to say about. And he hosted the Golden Globes, like. <laughs> and he, yeah, and he's and he's hosted it several times. I think he said he said that he um, one of them he uses as a doorstop. <laughs> uh, yeah, he has like several of them, but he like he completely sort of dismisses the the awards. And he, and now you have more actors and actresses come out who are. Who are not missing it? Who are? I mean, I'm not saying that they're happy, but they're not. They're certainly not like we should. They're not bummed about it. Yeah, they're they're not they're not bummed about it. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if this is like an award show that's going to necessarily regain its like prominence. And, I don't think it, um, no, I don't because think because no, no. yeah, and and I was saying a little too. I mean, a little too late. I mean, is that what what have they been doing? Um, over the past uh, five years when we've seen this sort of move, to, and I don't want to necessarily use the word progressive, but yeah. with this, this sort of changing of like times in, Holly, in Hollywood. We've seen the, the Me Too movement. We've seen um, what happened with Harvey Weinstein. Oscar's uh, we've so seen white. Multiple, 
Yeah, we've seen all these things transpire, and yet you would you would mm-hmm. think that they would like, all right, man, uh, we gotta we gotta get our shit together at least for the optics of it. You know what I mean? We gotta start it now. They have like I think they have like eighty seven members, and none of them are minorities. Yeah. you know, so it's just it's just mind boggling to me that um um that they wouldn't think that they would have to you know adjust with the times and what well, the it's really because there's like the association <laughs> that makes up you know the you know the body of it it was just like it's made up of the same studio executives that had these big major studios and they're all you know white and privileged and men <laughs> so it's just like a really like it's just for some reason the gold globes have yet to advance because I really don't even have a good answer for you. It's just like, I don't know why, but I know it's comprised of the same people that had these major studios or the same kind of people that had these major studios. And I mean, that's, I mean, you would hope that would, and it's it's slowly changing here and there, but it's still mainly, you know, old Hollywood still. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. But, um, I mean, you know, uh, it is interesting. I mean, it's not interesting, but it is, um, certainly, uh, the right move for them to get canceled for 2022, yeah. and you and you and you uh, read uh, the report from the LA Times. Um, this this according to them, this is decades of dealing with un, um, unethical actions, homophobia, sexism, racism by several members, and yet this thing was you know still going on. They, you know and. Um, you know, I guess when you're accepting gifts and they're flying you out and, you know, it's a prominent o- award. I mean, I guess it's one of those things that, you know, gets overlooked. But, it, you know, this is a sign that things are changing. changing. Times are changing. You know, when um, when you have one of the big, um, you know, stations like, uh, you know, ABC. No, I'm sorry, NBC. NBC yeah. That comes, yeah, NBC that comes out and says, you know, we're not going to broadcast it in 2022. So, yeah, it's a big step. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I applaud yeah, them for that. Like I said, I think it's too the history behind the award. Is, I think it's too. It's been too long for it to be totally get rid of. At least I think so. But I would like to see. It. I mean, like I said, I don't care if it comes or goes. Like, like I don't. I don't really pay attention to. I think we both don't pay attention to any award show. Basically, period. Um. So, yes. <laughs> Who cares? But yeah, I mean, it's also gonna be interesting to see if if any other award show steps in to fill that that time that they you know that uh the Golden Globes. I don't see what had. could like yeah like directors. I know they have a director guild award. That doesn't sound exciting. <laughs> Bafta maybe the Bafta no. maybe they make that a U.S. thing. Maybe maybe. Cause I had, I think that's even like above the Golden Globes, in the states. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But um, you know, we'll continue to monitor the situation and um, and see what happens in uh twenty twenty three. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe people will, you know, move would have moved past it and they're like, hey, you know. <laughs> yeah, we recorded, we boycotted it for a year. We're good. Okay, come back. Yeah. I can see that I hope it doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I really hope that doesn't happen either. <laughs> Um, moving on to the next topic, um, Michael B. Jordan, uh, came out recently, 
and um, and, and and said that he is flattered at the notion that uh, he's being considered for the role of the new Superman movie that um, that they're developing um, with J.J. Abrams. Um, it, it's been it's been pretty much well documented that they are looking to cast a a black um, a black man as uh, as Superman. Um, and um, and Michael B. Jordan again said that he is flattered that his name is being considered, but said that he is not pretty much he's not interested in the role that he's going to be watching from the sideline, which I completely understand because yeah. he probably doesn't want to deal with the because he because honestly he he already dealt with it when he played Johnny Storm and yeah. and Fantastic Four, which was you know, a terrible movie, but um, and it's terrible. <laughs> it, it is terrible. I wish I could burn it from my memory. I'm glad I never watched it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. You, yeah, bro. Oh, God. It's, it's a really bad movie. I know. I Don't know. know you tell me all the time. And I'm just like, yeah, it, it, it looks like it, a, man. <laughs> it's a really bad. Like, it's it's worse than the Tim Story directed. Wow. Original Fantastic Four from like 2005 and 2007. Mm. I, would, I would gladly rewatch those movies on repeat. If I was forced to watch... The Fantastic Four movies, I would gladly pick those movies over the 2015 Josh Trank one. That's how, which is which is saying something because those two were not good either. But I would much rather watch the campy version than yeah. the grim, dark, nonsensical one that I saw. In yeah, 2015. just give me Jessica Alba um, and her terrible acting any day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I mean, it's true. You know what it was, man. It was it was the look, man. It's the look. <laughs> anyway, uh, total yeah, tangent. So, <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Um, uh, Michael B. Jordan has taken his name out of the running, which um, you know has um, got me to think of what what other black up and coming um, actors are out there that should be considered. For the role, so I did come up with a list of of names. Some of them are well known. Some of them are not well known, but I know you know I know who they are because I've seen their their work. And I tried to pick actors who I thought had charisma, had uh, had the look, and that you could actually see them playing, you know, Superman. Because mm-hmm. you know, like I think Lakeith Stanfield is a great actor, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's you know it's gonna be great for the role of superman so you you know he he's just wouldn't work you know what i mean yeah um so i i have i have this list here and um no particular order okay. <laughs> but i do have i i i have i have childish gambino donald glover on on this list that yeah donald glover and part of the reason i don't know if he necessarily has the look but he definitely uh, to me has like the charisma to play Superman. What do you What do you think of the name? No, I could see that. I could see that. I'm gonna do, go after this discussion. I'm gonna go off on a little tangent on why this is. Anyway, I could see that. I could see that. Definitely because if you ever seen him in glasses, he does look like a black Clark, yeah. Clark Kent to begin with. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he would have to gain. Yeah. He would definitely have to it's gain. Like, a lot it's like it's like the action sequences and all that. That's what I would be like. I don't yeah, know. I yeah, see yeah, it. absolutely right. 
But you know, he tried. Hey, but he petitioned he, for him to be Black Spider Man, man. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, but he was—he was unfortunately he was too old. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, but no, you're definitely right. If, if he was just playing Clark Kent, I feel like he could play it all because like he does have that sort of nerd quality about him. You know, where he can yeah, oh definitely. Act like he's just you know unaware of of things. And but you're right. It's just it's the physicality of it. I don't know if he could. <laughs> do yeah. that but he, he is he is a he is a big name the other one i have is john david washington okay yeah yeah he would fit he would fit yeah. i don't think uh i don't know if he's as charismatic as i think the role would call for nah you're right you're right i don't think he is as charismatic but um uh you know He's he's a, he's certainly a name. He def, he, de, he definitely sounds like his father. That's, well, yeah, <laughs> it's that's a good thing. Is you know you can't. That's the only reason he's getting like cast. I'm kidding. No, he's a he's a tremendous actor. I'm kidding. No, he he actually is a, is a he good is. actor. Um, the other the other one I have is is a is a man that has actually played um a guy with uh Superman like um. Powers, and that is Yahya Abdul Mateen, who played none other than Doctor Manhattan mm-hmm. and the um, and the Watchmen yeah. HBO mm-hmm. series. I feel like he's another good, solid option. Uh, now, the only thing is that he um, he is and um, he does play Mantis and um, uh, Mister. Uh, it's Aquaman. He oh. plays Mantis in, in Aquaman. So, so I don't know you if they would, would do that. Yeah, because <laughs> no. I'm the only one that liked Facebook. Aquaman. Um, now, now he did play. Yeah, he did. So I don't know if they would do that or whatever. I don't know if his character. Was, I don't know. But I'm just saying because I think the Superman is going to be separate from that DC universe. But although it might confuse people, I don't know. But I'm just saying he he is a to me he's an option, and. Um, a, a guy that's sort of outside of the box, but I think he's a tremendous actor. I think the guy has, I think physically he, he has a look. I think that um, acting wise, I think he has, uh, to me, he's really my first choice because he's a relatively unknown actor, but I think he is, you know, has all the tools to be Superman. And that's uh, Trevante Rhodes, who was in Moonlight mm. and in uh, Bird Box. I like that young. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I don't have any. I don't have any qualms about your list whatsoever. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think that you know, I like that he's you know he's a young up and coming actor, and he would probably prove himself in that role for sure. Yeah, I, I think. And so. he, you know, yeah. I can see him doing yeah. both. I can see him being the nerd, but also being really active and physically uh, involved. Because he, because he is physically imposing. Exactly. Um, but but uh, and you see his work in Moonlight, and when you see his work um, in Bird Box, who, who's really he's really he's really charismatic in that yeah. role, you know, playing against you know Sandra Bullock. Who has to? If be, you don't know, yeah. I mean, if you don't remember, yeah, if you don't remember, he he is her lover, love interest, yeah, <laughs> lover, yeah. yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And he and he, I feel like you know, you know, I feel like in those type of movies, you end up with people. Due to the situations that you're in, you know what I mean? Because yeah. those people, those two would never get together in like 
under normal circumstances it's only because of the circumstances that they actually end up getting together but in in but in that movie i felt like you know he was i'm not gonna say he was the heart and soul of it but he was definitely the to me the most charismatic person out of that entire group of people that they all got together in that movie so that proved to me that he can do charisma he's charming he's physically imposing He's a relatively unknown actor. To me, he would be my number one choice. But anyways, Damien, did you do you have anyone that you could think of that, you know, could potentially be the next uh, Black Superman? I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. I saw a like I'm gonna go off a little bit because I'm just I guess I'm kind of wondering why they're trying to recast Superman as a black man. <laughs> I saw this post on Facebook, and I, I I don't know who gets the credit. I didn't see, but it just said like, "Why are we trying to recast this role and other roles when we should be focusing on creating, you know, original black superheroes and you know, black men in film and you know, original, you know, totally new characters?" So I'm guessing I'm just a little <laughs> perplexed as to why this is being made in the first place. I don't know. I think I think part of it um, is just, is the writer, not the guy's name is escaping, but the guy the guy that's writing it, um, uh, he is he is black, and um, I think it's this type of story that they want to tell with this particular character that it's going to work with um, him being a, a black character, mm-hmm. with him being black Superman. Also, too, I mean, I think Ryan he's also worked with Ryan Coogler. He worked on Black Panther, yeah. so I think. That, that also plays a role. And two, also, we have never seen, whenever we think of this character as having, like, these godlike uh, yeah. abilities, he's often perceived white. as being blue-eyed and white. <laughs> so I think it would definitely be, like I, I said, I think that you can do, it, It's to me, it's a very interesting sort of thing that you can do with the character being yeah. black and, you know, and and. You know, you can do different types of stories that you wouldn't be able to do if he was white. The other thing, you know, you mentioned that, you know, why aren't we focused on creating the, you know, other uh, minority superheroes? And I completely agree with you on that. The problem is, is that Superman is a, is a, and some of these other characters, they're very, like, well-known IPs already. So they already have recognition so people are automatically going just off a name that people are going to go watch that movie. Yeah. Whereas if you come up with a brand new character that no one has, has ever heard of before. Yeah. That isn't in the MCU. That isn't in the MCU. That isn't in the DCU. It's just like a brand new character altogether. Um, I think people, people are going to like, they don't know who that, that, that um who that person is so you're really going to have to rely heavily on the fact that it's got to be a good movie as opposed to hey they can make a bad superman movie and the movie's still going to make 800 million dollars whereas you know if you come out and you make and you make a, a an original minority superhero movie and that movie is bad then it's yeah it's gonna set the and unfortunately it's gonna set things back but i know i agree with you we should i mean there i mean you know marvel for marvel is focusing more on it now with the development of these tv shows we're starting to see 
Falcon and, you know, no, now he's a new um, Captain America. But now we're, you know, we're getting, you know, like Riri. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're getting the Monica Rambo character in, um, um, in WandaVision that we're getting. Th- those those characters already existed and they're already black. But we weren't seeing them before. So, I mean, I'm happy that we're starting to see them now. But I, I definitely understand. What you're yeah. Talking. And I like the idea of like somebody taking the mantle of, a, you know, of a character like Riri, like Captain America. But this one just seems like, this is like, I don't know. I guess I'm just like, like you have to rewrite the whole thing, which is, it could be, it could be very interesting. And I'm not doubting the credibility with the people behind this at all. I think they're very much talented people behind it. So I know it's going to be good. It's just that I wish we could be in a position where we could see more original originality and just original character that is just as prominent. But I know that's pretty much a long way away. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of what is there already a character that is. Well, unfortunately, there isn't. There I really isn't right now that there isn't a minority. There isn't a minority character that is on the same level as a Superman Absolutely. or a Batman. Not. The only, the only, the character that was closest. We already got a movie was yeah. Black Panther. He was probably the closest one, the most recognizable IP character that was a minority, and we got it, and it was a great movie. Um, and we're getting a Blade movie, which he's probably close to that. Which I'm, mm-hmm. we're happy that we're yeah. getting, uh, we're getting, a, we're getting a Static Shock yeah. movie, um, which Michael B is, uh, Michael B Jordan is producing. Um, we're getting, um, we are getting some new, some new stuff. But again, those aren't. I mean, we know them because we, you know, we follow these things. But I don't know how recognizable these characters are to the average movie goer. I mean, so I'm excited to see, you know, Ironheart. But I don't know how many people, you know, actually know that we're getting an Ironheart. I think people, when they see the trailer, you know, oh wow, she's she's black. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um. But they probably don't know the history of the character or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, I don't know any other. Yeah, there's definitely no characters. one near the level. No one. No one. There's none. Yeah, I mean, even even I mean, I love Miles Morales. Yeah. I love that character. I love him as Spider Man. But unfortunately, he's taking up the mantle of being Spider Man, which yeah. is already you know yeah. an established character. It's just like, yeah, we wish we would have gotten a Miles Morales. The thing is, is that unfortunately, these characters they came after the establishment of you know, like Spider Man, Peter Parker, White. But you know, we wish we would have gotten a Spider Man that was just Miles Morales to yeah, begin with. Yep. You know what I mean? That's well so, said. Yeah. That's well said. Just something to think about. But I, you know, I'm excited. I don't know who I I I, I thought about Daniel Kaluuya, but I don't know. I know. I thought about him too. I thought about him too. But he just, I don't know, man. He. It's like too. He's I don't, like, I don't, I don't too serious. <laughs> He has to say he, he is. I've never seen him really. I mean, the thing is, is that when you watch him in interviews, he's very yeah. funny. But I, but any of all of the characters, and it's not saying that he can't do it. I'm just saying that I don't necessarily yeah. see him. I thought about Idris Elba too, for a minute, but I was like, he's maybe a little bit yeah, too I think old. And too also old. the fact that, and also the fact that he's been in in the Marvel universe, and he's also now in the DC yeah. universe. You know, in the Suicide Squad, so you can't really use yeah. him. So yeah, there there's some other names out there, but you know, for other reasons, I just didn't add them onto the list. Um, side note: Before we go further, did you ever start watching them? Uh, no, but I I do plan on it. I I gotta you know I gotta really sit down and watch that very intensely and you know make sure I'm paying yeah. attention because I don't want to miss anything. 
before I give my right. ultimate uh, <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on to the next topic. Um, it's been announced uh, that uh, Broadway is opening. Most shows are coming back, you know, in September. But um, I, if I'm not mistaken, they're open right now. Uh, if there are shows uh, that are available, you can go and watch them right now. But I know the major ones like Lion King, Aladdin, um, Chicago. Those major ones they're not opening until I think midway through September. But the real question is. Um, with their with them opening, is is Broadway going to be able to recover? I mean, are people going to go to the to the theater to see these things? And um, I know Danny isn't the hugest Broadway guy in the world, but if if your significant other wanted to go see a a, a musical, say she wanted to go see Lion King, I mean, are you? You know, given the times, you know, I know um, we are living quasi in a post-COVID-19 world where, you know, everyone, for the most part, is getting their shots. Um, it was announced today, if you have gotten vaccinated, uh, you don't have to wear wear a mask inside Pretty anymore. Much, yeah. You know, it's just, just kind of crazy <laughs> to think about, but that that's true. But, you know, people are being cautious. But, um, Danny, what do you think? I mean, are you going to be going out there in the movie theater i mean not in the movie theater in the theater itself a full capacity theater sitting next to people and i don't know if you've ever been in them theaters but uh circulating uh sitting next to people on top of you it's, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world so if i'm not fully vaccinated absolutely not absolutely absolutely not but i don't know if they're gonna actually open it up full capacity do they say that i don't think it's gonna be full capacity uh, I don't think so either, but I think, I think between now and September, I feel like a lot can change because we're already talking about sporting events being potentially full capacity and indoor events being full capacity. Because we're, I mean, you know, we'll have to see what eventually ends up happening. But yeah, they are talking about having um, outdoor sporting events like baseball events being full capacity. Um, they're talking about, uh, well, well, already we have, um, basketball, they're at 50% capacity and it's in May. So I would probably guess around the time of like June around the playoffs that we're probably going to have be somewhere between, you know, 70% at full capacity. So I don't think it's inconceivable by the time September rolls around that indoor events are going to be rolling at full capacity, probably, you know, provided that, you know, you give them proof that you either, had a negative test or that you're vaccinated or something like that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, that, I think they, <laughs> like you would have to go to like every venue with your vaccination card. Like, Hey, yeah, I'm fully vaccinated. That's why I don't have my mask on. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I lost my card. So I don't, I don't even know where it's at. I may have to try and get another one. I don't, I don't know. You lost your works, card. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I did. The way did yeah. you get two doses? Yeah, I got two. You lost your card? I got the Moderna. Yeah. After the second one, I lost my card. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But if I'm not fully vaccinated, I'm still very iffy. But if you are, like, there's no, like, you know, why not? See a good show. You know? It's just for the people that, you know, if you want to risk it with your mask and whatever, which, I don't know. 
I pray to God, so I, I kiss it up to God every day. So, you know, I'm not, you know, super worried about getting it, but it's just like I'm also not vaccinated at all. So it still would be like hella risky. So, but I think. Right. I mean, I think. I think it's going to be um I think it's going to be interesting to see um I think it's going to be interesting to see how many people are going to be returning to these theaters and to I mean cuz Broadway has lost they've lost a lot of money and they bring in a lot of money for the city of New York. Yeah. So of course they're going to be happy that they're that they're reopening. I'm just interested to see like Opening night when things are back up and running, are they going to be, even if it is at 70, uh, 70% capacity or whatever, um, are they going to actually have 70% of people, you know, showing up? I mean, I, mean, I, I think, think they, they will, will but I just think, yeah, I know, but I, I still think this is going to be interesting yeah. to, to see um, if they, if they can recover. Also, some of the other, you know, I'm not going to say call them obscure shows, but this, the shows <laughs> this that, smaller that shows, people aren't necessarily running, yeah, that are not necessarily running out to or to to see how they're going to how they're going to be doing. I think definitely the smaller but, shows probably will be like you know canceled or probably pushed back even more. Yeah, I don't I don't see them necessarily making it um, within the first few months, for sure. I think that's definitely like. People are not gonna risk it for the smaller, you know, not well, no well-known shows. A show like Hamilton, absolutely, you're still gonna get a packed house, absolutely. Yeah, but I'm excited. You know, I'm happy that I, you know, especially the crew behind all these shows, man. I'm happy they have you know somewhere to go again, man. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely something that I think gets overlooked. Is that I mean, these people, and you know, I'm a, I'm not a theater nerd um but i do i do sit around and watch you know uh you know musical (laughs) stuff i i just find i just find their lives so fascinating like you know the amount of work that they put into these shows like you know and and broadway.com does an excellent job of like putting out like clips and they spotlight you know different you know people and their journeys not only to the characters but what they do outside yeah. you know you you follow I, I remember following a guy that played aladdin and you know you would think oh you're you're working on broadway you're working all these shows that these guys must be making a lot of no, money and the not. truth is that they're, they're not, not. <laughs> they, they, they are struggling you know what i mean i remember they showed the guy's apartment and i'm like wow geez and, and this is one of the he was one of the lead characters, you know, in the show. So I'm happy that um, that they can return back to work. All the people that, um, not just on stage, but behind, um, that are making sure, whether you're, you know, the makeup artist, whether you're doing sound, um, whether, you know, you're front of house and you're just passing out, uh, you know, playbills. Uh, whether you're, you know, doing tickets, all of these people, they did not have jobs, you know, for over a year in in the industry of Broadway. Anyways, hopefully they still were able to get income. Hopefully they were able to find something else. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a shocker to, to everyone to see that, to, to see them close, unfortunately. But, you know, I'm happy to see that they're all able to return. And honestly, to do it in a, in a relatively short amount of time. I mean, it's yeah. May. They're going to be back in September. I mean, yeah. so 
big ups. And uh, again, you know, puts things in perspective, man. I need, I need, I need, I really need to go to a show, man, because I've really never even been to a Broadway show at all. So the fact that it's, it was, but you're what? not in that. I, but you're not really I'm not so but not the really fact that you know but I still enjoy the theater experience thank you very much <laughs> no no I I hey man I I I strongly suggest going to see uh, Aladdin or um Lion King because I think they're the two best two best musicals I've seen some of the other musicals they got taken off so I can't recommend them mm-hmm. but I mean in terms of because you're gonna go to a show and I know that you've seen Lion King, and I know that you've seen Aladdin. You're gonna know it's gonna it's just gonna enhance the experience yeah. because you know the story and you know those yeah. songs, and to see them brought and the, you know it's it's a spectacle to see you know all, everything that goes into their performance, the tap dancing, the 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 the. the the explosions, the the magic explosions. that they do. It, it truly is an ima- yeah, no, it is. Right. <laughs> it's a it, magical, it's a, magical know, experience for you. It, it is a magical show. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, going to the WWE when they used to have Pyro. Um, now they don't even they don't do that You know that who does anymore. it? Yeah. AEW. AEW. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, if you ever want to do a wrestling review, man, just let me know. <laughs> what do a wrestling work? review. <laughs> A wrestling review. The thing is, like, I'm so I'm so inconsistent with watching. It, you know what I mean? Like, I go through my weird ebbs and like, flows. I go through my weird yeah. spurts. Yeah, yeah. Like where I stay on top of it for like two months, and then I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? So that's what I did with. That's what I did with W with WWE. Like I I got back into it like last year because you had nothing else. Um, like right before <laughs> I know because I didn't have anything else to do. Um, but I was watching. Um, like right before WrestleMania, like a couple of months before WrestleMania, I was watching WWE regularly, <laughs> regularly. and uh, I was also watching AEW. I was flicking back and forth on, on Wednesday nights between um, what NXT, uh, um, NXT. Yeah, NXT. there's no reason you should not have been flicking. <laughs> I know they're really. Was. I'm sorry, man. This like, was not I, even I really comparable. Man. It's not. It's not. But um. Anyway, but no, I'm. I'm, I know, I know. I, I'm just super nostalgic for like those '90s oh, WWF yeah, uh, stuff. I, I, I just can't get enough because you know, growing up as a kid, you never used to be able to watch the pay per views. So, true. so it's that... just, so you now, I now can watch them on YouTube yeah. <laughs> of all places. You can, you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Well, now it's on the Peacock so, um, uh, network. Yeah, now it's on Peacock, and I don't have. I Peacock, do, man. I, I, I do have it, network. and you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it because you know I'm a big Law and Order guy too. You know, f the cops, but I'm a big Law and Order guy. <laughs> Is uh, uh, are you a S? Uh, I'm SVU? definitely an SVU guy uh, for sure. Okay, yeah. No, because I was talking to one of my friends, and they just to me, I don't, I can't watch regular Law and Order. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't watch. Any no, it's not as interesting. Either. I mean, I'm sure they're good. Yeah, I was gonna say I've watched a few of them. Oh, damn, that's my uh, phone. <laughs> um, I've watched a few of them. They're not nearly as entertaining. So that's why I don't get people that just can sit around. Although and watch, the new one, like, organized crime, definitely really good. That's it because it has good. Elliot Stabler again. Yeah, no, I, I, I like the character. Like yeah, I said. Same. Uh, but I, I would definitely, definitely gonna check that out. I don't watch a lot of uh, just like cable television. That's probably the only thing that I could say I would. I actually watch. I'm trying to think: is there any other cable television show that comes on that I I can't think of any honestly. There's there's some stuff on Vice that I watch, but 
Nothing else. I. Yeah, you're not. You're not uh, popping on. I'm sorry. I don't mean to pick on you, BET. But you're the first thing that came to mind. You're not. You're not. You know, flicking over to BET, watching. Absolutely uh, fuck. Tyler Perry sisters. Uh. Absolutely not. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to pick on Tyler Perry like that. <laughs> um, have you seen clips of that yeah. show? Have you seen a little bit of? I have. I have. Unfortunately, because I'll be at my mom's house, um, pilfering uh, food off of her, and. Um, she watches not, I mean, you know, I'm in the kitchen and uh, we're limited in the amount of stations that they have or that right. she has in the kitchen. And so she watches a lot of BET, the, a lot of movies come on on BET or she watches TV one. Um, I know there was a stint like, but, I don't know when, I think it was like 2000, literally from like 2011 to, do, to, to 2016. They would show Baby Boy like every Sunday or something. It was crazy. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm. I. I'm pretty sure that it probably still comes on. I'm. I would not be surprised if Baby Boy was still coming. And the thing is that you know these are all R-rated movies. So, so just, you get that stupid dub just, of like Mother Flubber. Yeah, you get those stupid dubs. Yeah, like Friday. Like Friday yeah. was on uh, the, tonight, and it was just like it's not the real thing. It's just yeah. It's the worst. It's it, not even it, worth it watching. It's like, from, why are you watching? It's this? really not. You know, you watch Boys in the. Probably watch it on a streaming you know, channel somewhere. Like, why are you? <laughs> well, there is there is BET Plus, and I think that does have the Ooh, regular. Subscribing to that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, I, I will give BET credit in the sense that they are trying to. Um, they are trying to create original content. They have Lena Waithe. You know, she's produced some some stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's mostly a Tyler Perry network. Shout out to Tyler Perry. You know, we know, listen, we give Tyler Perry a lot of slack on this show. and Or a lot of slack? What is it? Flack. We're talking about a lot of flack. <laughs> I don't think honestly, I don't think I don't think we give him that much flack, man, to be honest with you. We we don't really we rarely talk about this guy. And But um, every time he does come up, it, we I mean, always like kind of shit. I know, but then I have to then I feel bad and then I'm like, you know, this guy does do an amazing job in that community. He does. He runs Atlanta. an amazing studio. He's definitely been a staple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely has an amazing studio, state of the art works. I mean, he's definitely going he's definitely like an inspiration to so many people. And I would um I would be shocked if they don't do a biography on this yeah. man's life because I think he's that important to to um to black culture and i mean to be honest with you uh, culture it's, itself i mean you know to see what he has done has been nothing short of amazing now having said all of that his movies are trash so garbage. i mean it's, it's just a, yeah it's just shows are garbage the show that i used to have on like tbs was garbage <laughs> house of pain that the came back it is a pain to watch house <laughs> of... yeah but that all yeah. that being said, all the but, uh, uh, awards and you know homage you could give him. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't think not he's trash. Like, but I don't, I don't think trash. there's anything wrong with like being like you can tell you can say how great someone is and and tell you know and say you know look at the amazing work that they have done and still be critical of their work. Absolutely. You know, I think that's I think it's, it's fair, fair to be it's honest because he can produce and, way uh, better stuff. He could. I mean, just think, just think about it. He produces everything at his studio. He has state of the art 
studio there. And yet, when you watch this TV stuff, you're kind of like, "What the hell?" Where does money go? You know what I mean? It it doesn't it doesn't look like it. And then you know, and the other thing too is you can say that you know, I'm envious or 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 jealous or whatever the case may be. And maybe I am. I I will openly admit that. But the problem is that is that I have as is is as a filmmaker, which he is. You know, he's the director, and I just see like someone that um. You know, I wish I wish that he. I, I feel like sometimes he doesn't care about <laughs> the products that he's putting out. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's so many other filmmakers that would take so much care and pride, care and yeah. time and effort and pride in their work. You know what I mean? Like when you when you drop some of these movies and you see some of the mistakes that he has, you see the bad wigs, you see bad editing, you see you know movies that took two weeks to shoot. And you're like, no wonder this is bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I've, you know, I've been to film festivals. I've seen other black filmmakers that are better than he is. And unfortunately, they're not going to get the opportunity to make those movies. You know, but he is. You know, and, and kudos for him for you know, putting himself yeah. in that position. There are just better filmmakers Absolutely. out there than he is, and that's like that's my so biggest thing. Like, um, you, so anyways, this sort of turned. Yeah, in. I don't know how that went there. <laughs> I totally forgot how that got there. Yeah, I don't but know <laughs> nonetheless, I know. oh BT. <laughs> yeah, BT. <laughs> Which I don't know how it got there either. But <laughs> yeah, no, nah, they were the first ones that came in my mind when I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> TV shows. It's just only because, like, whenever I sit down and I watch, I'm like, this isn't good. <laughs> and I wish, and I wish that we had better stuff that was on yeah, television yeah. for us. You know what I mean? Like, and the thing is that we used to have great things. We used to have UPN. Yeah. We used to have, you know, all those sitcoms that yeah. used to come out, and we they don't got have rid that of anymore. It. They made you know it the I mean? CW. They did. Later, which is Trash. Trash, whatever. Actually, this CW you know? is also and, and it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. And, and the thing is that BT has like they, they have, have resources. A, a unique. They do. They have the resources and they have a unique opportunity to. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, cater to its audiences, which is uh, I don't know, black. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's like they're not telling good yeah. stories. But I guess I guess you know, or maybe it's just me. Maybe I you know we're in the minority of people. Because we crave, you know, different, unique stories, and they're still getting people to watch it. So I don't know. We're probably if y'all still watching BT or MTV, (laughs) y'all need to. Yeah, MTV. I don't even know what. Every time MTV is on, I don't even know what it is. is On every time. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. But I think BT owns our. Yeah, they yeah owned by Viacom. Yeah, yeah, by Viacom. Yeah, I remember just, you know, back in the day, you know, just uh, coming over and uh, sitting around. MTV watching, Jams. Uh, MTV. <laughs> yeah, MTV Jams, man. They used to they used to show a lot of uh, a lot of videos, they man. Did. A lot of videos. Now, obviously, they don't do yeah. it anymore. But, well, YouTube yeah. took it over, so, basically. Yeah, YouTube did take it over, you know. And now you don't have to worry about, well, you got to worry about ads. I was going to say you don't have to worry <laughs> about commercials. But now every YouTube ad has a damn commercial in it. Or, now you're getting or double ads, ads whatever, now. Whatever. Yeah, now you're getting double ads. Like, oh my gosh, man! And I think you could get rid of it. You know, you just gotta pay more. Absolutely, whoever pays for YouTube Premium, do yourself a favor and get HBO Max instead, or something, or Hulu, something better. So there's something better. Yeah. <laughs> what does YouTube Premium? Anyway, we're getting way off base, but <laughs> yeah, you know. 
That's what happens when nothing happens <laughs> during the week. Now next time, now next time we will actually have uh, some good stuff, hopefully, because uh, I think Quiet Place yeah. comes out pretty soon. Yep. Yeah, it does. Which I said, <laughs> which I definitely told to definitely. I can I can share this story um, to a tall audience. Uh, when uh, Tamika said, um, um, "Did we watch Spiral?" I, I, I'm like, what kind of question? <laughs> that was ridiculous. Now she knows better to ask that question. Would we have seen or we're gonna watch Spiral, especially the first night that it came out? <laughs> like, what? There's zero percent chance that I was spending. Uh, $20 to go watch a movie in theater for the first time in over a year and it was gonna I was gonna spend my hard earned cash on Bleeping Spiral now the reviews have come out and they've been kind of you know mixed so uh, now maybe it's not as terrible as as I thought I mean to be honest I didn't think it was gonna be that terrible to begin with i didn't think it was going to be like a zero on rotten tomatoes oh no 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 i didn't think so either but i, I thought it was going to be like universally panned by people which yeah. isn't the case but because that's it's just it's part of the saw franchise so you're always gonna have people that's gonna like it no matter what and that's that says a lot coming from me because i am a saw guy like i really appreciate all the gore and stuff but i know stupidity when i see it and this one looks stupid man it still looks stupid. Like you know, actually, they the, what's coming out now is like this: that the story isn't terrible, but the execution is just way off, from my hearing. So it sounds like bad direction more than just Chris Rock not doing well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyways, guys, um, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Really looking forward to uh, next. Um, Next episode, I was gonna say next week, but we don't, you know, do it every week. But um, you know, hope, you know, there's gonna be some new stuff that we're gonna be able to review. Um, hopefully, Tamika is back, and because um, there's definitely a topic that I wanted to talk about, but I can. She's the only one. I, I really want her opinion on it to 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 see what her response is, and uh, she's not here to do it because she's you know she's watching she's Spiral Spider-Man. right now. Um, she's you know. She's uh she's listening to that twenty one savage, uh spiral. You know what the crazy like I, I you know they don't do that many music videos anymore to yeah movies. they stopped that a while ago and this is like the, they did this is, but they did it with this movie this is one of the first ones I've I can remember like seeing and I mean they did do it for the Suicide Squad which is a couple mm, years yeah, ago yeah. that I remember specifically. But yeah, this one I remember, and the song is not good. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I actually think Twenty One Savage is a, is a pretty good, you know, artist. You know, all things considered. But I think the song is is terrible. Spiral, 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 spiral. Not for me. Sounds yes, man. Anyways, that's gonna end it, guys. Until next time, film fans. Peace out.